Welcome to Founder Fridays on Evolve, where we interview founders about the startups they are building to push the world to evolve. Today, I have Randall Shapiro and Riley Kuffner, founders of Simple Gardens, which empowers people to lead healthy and sustainable lives by making it easier to grow fresh fruit in their everyday environments. So welcome to the show, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So with every great startup, there are passionate and driven founders behind it. So why do you guys wake up in the morning and do what you want to? Sure. I mean, um, this is something I've actually thought about, you know, a good amount. It's like, you know, why? Like, why do I go ahead and do anything? And uh, what I realized over time is that it really comes down to people. I mean, I love people. I really try to, to love all sorts of people. And, um, you know, as a result, what really motivates me is helping others. Uh, specifically helping them accomplish their dreams. And, uh, you know, I think that Simple Gardens is, you know, in line with that. And, you know, it's what gets me going every single day. Sure. And then for me, I think that, uh, you know, I've enjoyed being an entrepreneur since I was since I was younger, whether it was lemonade stands or little side hustles <laughs> in school. Um, and this project in particular, I mean, I've always been really passionate about health and sustainability, but I love design as well. Um, I used mm -hmm. to do photography and videography and I just love how like nice aesthetic things look and how great design makes people feel. Um, so this product and this project when Riley was kind of talking to me about the idea, like it hit all of those points for me in a way that no other project really had um, previously. And I just love the community aspect of like really building something from start to finish. Um, we've worked together for a long time on a bunch of different projects. Um, and it's just kind of what, what makes uh, me happy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think back to like the times when I was in journalism, we were both journalism nerds in high school and we had this, uh, this journalism room where everybody would hang out and put stuff up, up on the quote walls. And I just love that sense of community. Um, and I think that that exists in that startup atmosphere more than in, you know, a, a larger business, uh, more frequently. So that's why I love doing what I do. Yeah. That's, those are great answers. So Talk about the big problem that Simple Gardens is tackling. What we realize is that, uh, you know, specifically here in like Los Angeles, talking to folks, a lot of people want to have gardens in their apartments. Mm -hmm. They care about having like, you know, fresh food. They want transparency over like where their food is actually coming from. They just like having plants around. And people also want to be more sustainable today than they have in a long time. Um, but there are these barriers that are kind of prohibiting people from gardening effectively. I mean, we've gone out and talked to folks and they say, well, I don't have enough space in my apartment or I have no idea how to take care of plants. So they always die. And even if you do have time to take care of your plants, maybe you're a busy professional, you know, going on business trips and whatnot. So you don't have really time to take care of them. Um, and it was really that disconnect between people wanting to garden and these couple of big barriers that are prohibiting them from doing that um, that inspired us to make the simple garden so that we could create a really streamlined, easy, beautiful gardening experience. Yeah. So our product, it hangs up on the wall just like a picture frame. And you can automatically grow fresh food in your home or apartment with the built-in mm. LED grow lights and automatic watering. But best of all, it's designed to look like an art piece. So it, it looks like wooden sculpture art. And you're able to grow amazing things like kale, spinach, arugula. You can grow fresh herbs um, on demand, you know, mint for your mojitos. Um, but then even things just as beautiful as, uh, as flowers and succulents for decor. Um, and like Riley said, when it comes to the food aspect of things, we found through our research, and this is like one of the main drivers of why we wanted to start this product, is that our current large-scale agriculture system is super unsustainable. Um, it's not going to be able to account and to provide for our growing population, especially when that population is urbanizing. More and more people are choosing to live farther and farther away from where their food is being produced. 
And so we see our product as the start of a large line of products that will help people really um, grow their food more locally, both on the individual level and then also on the commercial level. So that's kind of like how we see our company progression and one of our main drivers for why we do, you know, what we do with regards to the project. Yeah. What is your guys' traction been so far? What has revenue been looking like? Yeah, so we're a pre-revenue company. So we haven't actually collected a cent, a dollar from anybody yet. Um, but we've been collecting pre-orders ever since we've uh, begun working on the project. Um, so we have over 100 plus pre-orders. We've gone through a variety of uh, programming. We've com competed in a variety of competitions. Um, we've won different uh, prize money from those competitions. And then ultimately, that's fueled our, our research and development and a lot of our operations until this point. Um, so we're actually like raising capital right now. We've collected a little bit so far um, and that's going to fund the industrial design of the systems. So we've really been building these things, you know, Riley's the engineer over here. He's been building these things, you know, with his, with his, uh, with his bare hands, you know, in a, in a, in a garage basement. And so it's really our goal to take that kind of like prototyping um, that we've done and really bring it to like the commercial stage. Yep. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the potential growth for this product in the market right now? Well, we think it's tremendous, you know, because uh, this is a type of product that really appeals to all sorts of people in the world. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that everybody can resonate with growing food or you know, having some type of plants around. And so we're going to start off with the consumer market, you know, selling to individuals just like us in apartments and whatnot. And we're going to start here in California, Los Angeles, San Francisco, expand through the U.S., but we also go, want to go all the way around the world. I mean, particularly in Asia, where there are some really tight living conditions, small apartments and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We think this product could you know, absolutely be huge. Um, and in addition to that, we don't only want to stay in the consumer market forever. We also see a lot of other segments that we can expand into. So when you're building a new uh, structure, for example, it's possible to put the simple garden in it like, during construction. So we plan on working with real estate developers to build these mm -hmm. into, you know, buildings from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. um, also, restaurants really interested in this kind of thing because they can show off their growing food right there. Yeah. And it's a very aesthetic you know, design element to the whole decor. Um, we want to go into schools as well to educate students about this and workplaces. Um, so if people are at work, they can just like pick a little bit of salad, make a salad right there and um, really promote, you know, healthy living throughout our entire day, no matter where we are. What's really cool about uh, also what Riley was saying about the commercial avenue of things, we actually started to look at how Peloton does business. And somebody had mentioned, like, you know, you guys are kind of similar to what Peloton does. And we, we said, we don't make a bike. Like, that's, that's not necessarily the case. So, no, no, no. They charge a premium. They, they make really beautifully designed products that mm -hmm. enable people to participate in a healthy lifestyle. And so from mm -hmm. the commercial side of things, the way we look at this is in, for example, New York City, um, apartment buildings will have Pelotons as a value add to their residents. Right. People are more inclined to pay or for an apartment there or to join that apartment complex because of that, that resource that they're able to participate in. And so we view our gardens as a similar type of value add on the commercial side for those residents. If we were, for example, to build them into every unit of a home um, or, for example, in a larger apartment building to have, a, you know, a simple gardens gardening area where we basically outfit an entire room with these devices so that people are able to participate in this gardening movement all year round, not just during the summertime in New York, for example, but even when it's in the heart of winter. Um, and so we really think that that's kind of the way that we might go into that commercial area. But regardless, we think this thing has pretty large scale application and we're pretty excited. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys uh, started to touch on it a lot with the beauty and design of that, bringing the spaces to life with this gardening aspect. But what do you guys see as your competitive edge against all the other people that are trying to bring agricultural into homes and commercial spaces? Sure. I mean, we've seen uh, products that are similar in a little bit of nature that try mm-hmm. to you know, help people grow their own food, but they've missed on a couple of areas. Um, you know, one is the design element. You know, they're really focusing on more of the, you know, function. And the function is certainly important. But we think that people are always hesitant to bring something into their lives, you know, especially like their homes, which their intimate space. Yeah. yeah, unless yeah. it's really beautiful as well. And they're getting that out of it. Um, two, a lot of these other systems, they're countertop units. So they kind of like sit on the countertop and they take up a decent amount of room. Um, our simple garden is going to hang up on the wall, just like a painting. Mm. Um, so the great thing about that is one, it doesn't take up as much space. And because of that, you can actually grow more plants because mm-hmm. we're able to make it a little bit larger. Um, and then we're also um, recently brought on a new CTO onto our team. His name is mm-hmm. Rafael Aharon. And he's a plant scientist with a PhD from the Weizmann Institute. Um, it's a university in Israel. It's a really great research university. And we're working with him on a novel nutrient delivery system that our, uh, you know, simple garden is going to have that currently isn't on the market at all. Yeah. Um, so we're registering a provisional patent for this technology, and we think it's going to enable us to do more with the plants that we have and also cover a wider range of plants than any of the competitors right now. That's a really key selling point for us because we think that ultimately, you know, it's possible for companies to be able to emulate our design. Like we think that we our product is going to lead the field in terms of how it's designed. But in terms of a competitive edge, you know, companies could recognize like, wow, Simple Gardens is killing it. They have beautiful design. They have a really strategic product and they might try to emulate that. Right. So it's, it's a cheap, right. but ultimately what Riley was discussing with regards to how our system really works on the internals um, is really where, you know, we're going to have an edge that other people aren't going to be able to really catch up to. Um, so that's, that's something that we're really excited to build out. Um, and it's also going to, you know, be a lot more sustainable in our systems as compared to others in terms of both the user interface and also like the, the management on, from a user perspective is that a lot of these other systems, you have to fill up the water continuously all the time. Mm. Um, and they advertise that the water doesn't run out. That's a big pain point that some of these other customers are facing. And we think that our system is going to completely mitigate that. Um, so that's just another added benefit. You really just need to fill up the tank once a week. Um, with water, you just pull it out, bring it over to the sink, and then we're going to send our customers these seed squares. And these seed squares are going to have all the nutrient ready to grow, similar to some of our competitors. Um, but with our systems, you shouldn't have to fill up the water tank very much, and you can mm. really watch your plants come to life without having to do much maintenance at all. Absolutely. I think you guys are finding a, a spot that has a marriage of beauty and utility that's coming together really nicely. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely cool. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So where can people get involved, find out about Simple Gardens? Sure. Yeah. Well, you can check out our website, simplegardens.com. If you see there, you can sign up for our email list. We are going to very infrequently, if ever, send people emails. But (laughs) what the first email you you should receive is in the next couple months is we're actually launching a big crowdfunding campaign. Um, Mm -hmm. This is where you're going to be able to first purchase the Simple Garden but not just be the first person to purchase it, but also get a variety of other perks and exclusives from our company that we plan to offer. Um, it'll also be a chance for people to get the system into their homes at a discount um, because we're going to be offering these at a discount when we're pre-selling them. Uh, and that discount, you know, will, will kind of phase out as we continue to sell and as we continue to scale up our operations. Um, so definitely check us out at simplegardens.com. 
You can also find us on Instagram at simple.gardens and uh, on Facebook. Uh, if you search Simple Gardens, you should find our little leaflet logo. It kind of looks like a leaf water drop. Um, and that, that'll be the symbol for our business. And yeah, where well, you can check us out online. Awesome. So what are some of the biggest struggles that you're having in the stage of your startup right now? Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, building a startup is always a challenge, uh, particularly right now. I think we have a pretty clear path forward to understand what we have to do in order, in order to be successful. And it's just juggling a lot of different aspects of the business. Um, so on one hand, we're working on this provisional patents on, you know, really getting our technology flushed out. Uh, simultaneously, we're trying to build on the capital that we've already raised um, to bring in more to support our industrial design so that we're going to be ready for manufacturing. Um, right. And then a crucial component of that crowdfunding campaign is starting our marketing and our branding efforts. Um, so we have those three main areas right now going on um, and then you know, always other stuff as well. So it's just juggling all the different aspects and, you know, keeping pushing stuff forward. Uh, but the good news is we're bringing a lot of people onto our team who are helping yeah. out. And uh, I think that's really going to be the key to success. I think that has been one of the more exciting things that, uh, that we've done in the last year or so is, you know, Riley and I have worked in this project for about a year and a half. We're very motivated people. We're very stubborn as well. <laughs> you know, we're not going to give this thing up just uh, when we hit a few road bumps along the way. Um, but Riley and I had a discussion earlier in the year and we said the main way that we see this business growing and tackling problems that we had faced in that first year is really because we think 2019 is going to be the year of the people, right? You know, it'll be the year that we have to kind of stop trying to manage everything ourselves and feel comfortable delegating to some of the amazing help that we have yeah. in the organization. Um, and that ranges from engineers that Riley had worked with at UCLA um, all the way to, you know, our advisors um, really reaching out and letting them, you know, and uh, being, being guided by them. Um, so it's something that uh, we're pretty excited about is really like expanding that team this year. And we think that when we're able to do that in, in a diverse and inclusive way, um, we think we're really going to be set up for uh, and positioned for success. Absolutely. So as you guys are juggling all of these things and, you know, starting to build out a team, stepping into that leadership role, what are some of the personal struggles that you've had as founders? Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to hold yourself accountable um, because, you know, no one else is really there to do so. We can hold each other accountable, <laughs> sure. right? But um, it's not like you, you have a boss who's on you all the time. Um, right. So, you know, being really self-disciplined um, is something that I know both of us are getting in the habit of. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've improved. I think where we're pretty efficient, yeah. but I know that we can, you know, be even better. Um, so continually just trying to you know improve ourselves and then um, just really being open-minded to learning a lot, you know, through the process and recognizing that we may have a decent idea of, of what's going on, but there's still so much to learn. And uh, this is the first time we're going through the full you know cycle of starting a business. Um, so just constantly bringing things in, constantly, you know, meeting with new people, managing those relationships. Um, you know, it is a challenge, but it's really satisfying. I think for me, the biggest thing is, um, is really uh, is understanding your internal motivations, of why it is you're doing what you're doing. And the reason I say that is not because that might ever falter, but because along the way, especially when you're trying to create something with rather large aspirations, you're going to come into roadblocks um, right. more than you would think. I mean, I think I kind of had, uh, I was humbled a little bit. I, I think I came into this process with Riley 
And in every kind of project we had taken on, we had, you know, reached that level of success pretty quickly and pretty easily. Um, we're, we've worked together on a lot of different stuff and that's, that's kind of been the experience. And I think uh, naively, I assumed that some of these early tasks that we wanted to really tackle um, would fall down like that. And ultimately what we found just like any business, we're not, you know, some sort of uh, exclusive here, sure. is that there are going to be road bumps along the way. And some of them can really be substantial. And some of them can feel like a punch in the face where you're just kind of <laughs> like down and out, like, what am I doing here, right? Um, but if you, really, uh, if you really have and you understand why it is you're doing what you're doing, I think that uh, getting through those road bumps can be one of the most satisfying things, um, both for founders and for you know, anybody um, on a project. And so I think that that had been my biggest thing was really like managing and dealing with those road bumps. But I think uh, especially when you're able to fight through the first couple punches, um, it, it helps give, it helps your confidence a lot. It helps you feel like you're doing this for a reason and that the things that may not go smoothly early on, like they tend to work out. Um, and so that for me was like a big, uh, a big learning over the last six months. And then the other thing too, for me is like, I love being around people. I love being around people. I love working with others. And I think sometimes, especially when you're starting up a business just with you and like a co-founder, for example, um, it can sometimes feel like you guys are on an island, you know, mm -hmm. you're doing stuff and like the rest of the world is operating and you're on a little island. So I think that um, the more you can really like feel comfortable in that space and then also learn to involve others, that's going to be like a, a big thing uh, for any startup to really uh, develop. And it was a big thing for us to like get used to and, and really uh, own and, and uh, accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. I love those answers. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show today. Um, and if any of you want to join in on the conversation, have any advice for Simple Gardens and these founders, um, leave a comment below. We want to get as much help to these founders as possible, get their dreams and aspirations out to the world. So thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it, Brandon. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have some advice for these founders or know somebody that should be featured on here? Then shoot an email over to brandon at brandonstover.com. Until next time, my friends, keep evolving.